welcome to the Village Table. I'm Donna, and with me is Janae and David, and we're here for another podcast. Super excited about that. How are you guys doing today? It's good to be here today, and I've already checked in. Donna's had her coffee, both the hot coffee and the cold brew, and it's it's got in the system, and you're doing good today, right, Donna? Yes, yes, that, that does help. Not, not going to lie. Not going to lie. How are you doing, Janae? Doing good. Good. Loving just having time to be with people, talk, and I don't know, feel on top of things today. Now, now, truth be told, we just got done with the staff meeting that's leading up to Easter. So really, truly now, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good because I got a lot more information and you guys have allowed me to be really bossy. Awesome. And that's kind of fun. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, Easter, it's always a great time in the world of a church. So, all right, but moving on to our topic today, we've got a fantastic topic, and it's called the boss baby. The boss baby. What are are we thinking on that, Janae? Um, Kind of talking about, are we our kids' parents, or are we our kids' friends? Yeah, and, and that's something I think even our teachers wrestle with, right? There's those lines that we have to define and we have to establish the um, the one that's guiding in the classroom and the teachers provide that guide even in middle school with, with those boundaries that are set at the beginning of the year. But there are times when you allow your students to, to do some leading, but that doesn't mean you abdicate that responsibility as the adult in the classroom, as the one that's got to keep control and manage just as we do as parents. We can't abdicate that to our, to our teenagers, even though they're in the power play and they're one to step up and be um, the ones that I can do this, the independence that they want to grow into. They, they're still the children that depend upon us to hold that responsibility. Yeah, you used a great word and that abdicate piece is huge. And I think we're going to be talking about that in future episodes. But um, that role is what God's called you to as a parent. I don't want to give that up to somebody else. I want to do the job that God's called me to. But sometimes there's fear or sometimes there's a desire for acceptance. And then that's easy to swing into that friend role, right? Sure, absolutely. And I think that the question that we're going to probably come to in a while is, you know, at what point do we see more of that friendship starting to appear in a relationship between parent and child? young adult, I should say. Child, it's hard to say. They're always our children. They're always going to be our children. I don't care if they're in college or they're having babies themselves. They're still our babies, that child. And there's that role that we want to continue to, to be the parent in that. But there may be a shift in some of that responsibility um, and I know you've talked about that in your relationship with your parents, and I look forward to hearing about some of those, hopefully, as we talk about that today. And I'm growing into that with my, with my mother and being in a retirement age and also shifting in some responsibilities of what she can and cannot manage in, in just her stage of life that I'm able to hopefully help with more. Instead of being the child, I get to step alongside her. So we could, we could say that we get to be um, parents, we're called to be the parent in the lives of our kids, but it's, it's sometimes easy to slide into that, like switching hats, into that friend role. Like I want to be their friend, I want to laugh, and I want to have inside jokes, and I want to you know, be easy on them. Janae, do you, do you see that a lot with parents, that, that they really have this kind of tug of war happening with the friend and the parent roles that they have? I think that we all kind of can get into that and it depends 
you have to be really honest about your mood. I think as teacher where you're at, like I can fall into it where it's like, hey, I just want to have a fun day because I'm having a great day. But like if I'm having a stressful day, I'm like, nope, I'm going to probably be more on that. I can't give up some of the the control in the classroom. And, and I think that takes being honest with yourself about where you're at so that you can... Um, so that you can talk with the children in a way that is helping them grow and develop. And I think that's some of the part that we forget is our role is there for helping our children to become who God's created them to be. Yeah. Yeah. The best version of who God's called yes. them to be. Yeah. And yeah. even, and some of that struggle might be also in like where we are giving them control and how we're giving them control because there are, you know, as children get older and progress, we do want to be able to give them some freedom so that they can learn how to, to grow and be that person that they are, but we can't give them, you know, with those freedoms, they also have responsibilities that need to take it. They, they need to take control of as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes total sense. Now, David, uh, I had somebody comment about our podcast and they love the fact, you know, we've got the whole age gap here. You know, we've got littles with you, Janae, you know, you're just, you work with those elementary middle school students. I work with the high school, um, college students in middle school. Um, but we've also got kids. So did you, did you find that hard as a parent of which hat you were wearing when? Um, the unfortunate thing for my children is they got to grow up in the household of dad also being principal out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and there was some, some con- not conflict, but some challenges, I think, in peer relationships. But I think that I didn't hear it from my son until later when he said, Dad, I wish you would do some of the things with me that you did towards students, maybe in conflict resolution. And I think I was probably a little bit more heavy handed, not literal, I'm talking figuratively, in maybe in my guidance with my own children, where I may do some uh, a little bit more love and logic that I practiced and lived out with students here at school. Uh, and, and that was recognized by my son. And I think when he called me out on that, um, it was like, wow, um, I, I wish Callie would have called me out on it sooner as my daughter. And we're able to have those conversations now. Um, the struggle that was there, absolutely. Uh, I go back to the, the time when my my son would be in a store and he would be the one that would take off and run, um, and but yet he would come back and not battle that. My daughter was a little bit more clingy, but um, a little bit more uh, confrontational with things, just the different personalities with that. What they have both grown into now is my relationship with them to have those, uh, oh, I get it now. Uh, there's not the battle of the parenting role, um, there's the, the conversations that we get to have now. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different, a lot different, not a little different. It's a lot different now as my children have grown older. Right. Now, we grew up a little bit more now, and I I am you know maybe a year or two older than you are, but I, I think we grew up in the because I told you, or because I said so, not because I told you so, but because I said so time of life. Like, we did something, and our parent would say no, and we would say why, and they would go because I said so. And that, that was it. Because if you didn't listen to what they said, there was a spanking to follow, right? Right. But we don't live in that world anymore, right? 
Right. I, I had a conversation previously about this brick that my mom used to throw at me. Um, boy, I've got the image of people going, wow, this Southern kid grew up in a really violent home. No, this was a, a sponge brick. And on that brick, it was my mom's challenge to me. And she would say uh, to me uh, on this brick, it said, I'm the mommy. That's why. So there wasn't a need for an explanation to that. And I, you're right, Donna, as we look at things now, the conversations feel like the, the question of authority or the question of the parenting role is is becoming more prevalent, I think because we've we've really skewed a little bit of that relationship of parent role and friend role. And it's yeah. it's a conflict that we see in the classroom. And I, and I think it's it's just that question that came up was how how do I establish that role as parent when I really want to be my kid's friend? I want them to like me. I don't want them to well, not that I want them to like me. I don't want them to not like me. Right. And that's a that's a tough part I think parents struggle with. Well, and I think it's it becomes a filler for the parent. I mean, in times when I, I wasn't as balanced, maybe I was wearing the friend hat more than I should have and was, you know, instead of the parenting hat, um, I think it's in those times we've, we've got to have that balance because if, if we're out of balance, we're not going to be helping them and we're not leading them and we're trying to fill our own bucket in a sense, our own emotional bucket, rather than help them to mature and grow. Absolutely. It's it's a model piece. We as adults have grown through the friendships of uh, successes and failures and we have to allow our children to grow through those as well. They don't need us in our circle of friends to understand friendships they need to establish that and learn some of those things that we've talked about. They, they need to learn to fail in a friendship. They need to learn what it's like to have a friend not be a good friend. They need to learn what it's like when they haven't been a good friend, what they do to reconcile that. Yeah. But they don't need us to be that friend to guide them through that. We need to be the parent guiding them through that. So what is it, Janae, when you see a parent who is spending a lot more time focusing on um, friendship, in, in a sense, with their kid versus parenting. What do you see in preschool that concerns you? I think in preschool what concerns me is the inability for a parent's no to be no with their children, mm -hmm. where they try to talk them into things too much. I know that there is a huge there's a huge sweep that you go like you can't say no all the time a hard no and you can't say yes all the time as well but having that what is best for your child in mind right. and the more that you kind of have those boundaries in place for your child and giving them choices that you're okay with i think a lot of times when it gets skewed the kid is making um suggestions that you're not okay with but because they made it and you think they're being smart you say oh okay because you had this great idea I'll allow you to do it but you as parent it's important to know that if you're not okay with it it's not a good choice for you to be giving to your child and they could say that's a choice and you say well actually that's not some of the choices that you have right now here are two different choices and giving them that ability to choose but also kind of managing the choices yeah and that's kind of the platform that we're kind of encouraging is a choice based but choices that you as a parent kind of control not just allowing the child to make whatever choices but it's a you can choose this or this and you're still kind of running that as the parent. Correct. Um, a recent thing that's come up that I, 
I struggle a little bit with, um, and, and this may be uncomfortable for some families. Um, wanting to make sure, as a parent, wanting to make sure my child is happy with the decision for next level of education. Um, having some conversation with parents, well, my child wants to do this. Well, your child is 12 years old, and them making a decision about what they're going to do for high school, that's that's not being made with the same rational hat that you as a parent would be making. That's a kid wanting to get a feel good out of this. And I struggle with that. And even in some of the elementary years and parents saying, well, my child, we're, we're letting them make a decision as to where they want to go to middle school. And I go, what? That's a parent role. That's a parent responsibility. So are we wanting them to be happy? Absolutely. But we have to guide that decision. We yeah. we have to be making those, those calls as, as parents. Um, and I, I know we did that with Josh. We we let him talk about you know what it where you where are you at as he ended eighth grade here at Peace with Christ. You know where are you at? Are you feeling like you want to go on to Lutheran High? But we knew with all the information that we as adults had, that's where he was going. But we still wanted him a part of the conversation. But the decision had been made just so that we respected and made sure that he was heard. And I think in a hearing, sometimes parents don't, I know there were times I didn't always approach things that way. It was giving him maybe more room to make a decision than he really has had the ability to make. Like we have more information, we have more years of life, we have more understanding to something as we make a decision. And our kids just don't have that. And we also should have the bigger picture in mind, yeah? When I think of myself as well, when I have too many options, it really does overwhelm me. And I think that with our kids, if we give them too many options, they are overwhelmed because they don't know what is a good decision for them. And I think we can be so helpful as adults to pare down a lot of those decisions to ones that would be helpful for them. I think we can yeah. see outside of situations, um, especially, you know, brain development hasn't happened in kids until they're like 25. And so being able to be that good sounding board and to put healthy limits in place to protect them because sometimes they're making decisions where they don't understand what the consequences are going to be and how it's going to hurt them and so protecting them in that way yeah i like that all right so we're gonna we're gonna kind of shift directions here we we opened up the topic of the boss baby and we talked about these different hats that we get to wear but the one that we need to wear the most is the parenting hat and there will come a time when we get to wear that friend hat a little bit more, maybe as they graduate high school, maybe as they get into those college years, or they themselves become parents. And you get that call of, how do I do this, right? So, um, but, but now, what are some tips that we can give parents who might be, I don't know, teetering on, um, yeah, but I don't know how to rein it in. And I don't know why I really need to rein it in. Does that make sense? So maybe they're wearing the friendship hat a little bit too much. And how do they shift gears and why do they need to? I go back to the the example that I gave. I'm the mommy. That's why. Mm -hmm. um, and when does it begin to shift? 
I'll say never. My mom would still throw that brick at me, that sponge brick at me today if I were out of line. And I, I think that's a conversation that we, we, we have been able to pause in that relationship together. When is the defined time? It, we talk about developmental age. I can't say that there's an exact time. So Donna, you had mentioned, well, it's when they graduate from high school. I don't think that we had those conversations in my family with, with Callie in the same way that we did with Preston. Um, it's just in that development, in that time of when do you know it's right? How do you rein it in? Well, we sit at that table at home and we play some ha-ha games and we laugh a lot, a whole lot different than when we did when they were 10 and uh, 13, 14 years old. Sure. So there's, there's, it's kind of having a good read on your family and knowing. Um, and it's... It's having that establishment up front of, of the parenting piece first. And then, yeah, then we've come into a relationship that's kind of morphed into uh, we enjoy hanging out with our kids. Uh, our kids, I think, are going to decide when it's okay to hang out with us. Um, but in those younger years, it, it was um, I wanted them to hang out with their friends, not mom and dad. I wanted them to be with friends in that social circle so they could establish that with successes and failures. And then we'd work through it on the home front. So that's a great, a great comment that you said um, with successes and failures. And I think that's a way we can kind of rein it in is to kind of remember that, that our kids do need to fail. And so if, if we find ourselves befriending them so that we're rescuing them, we need to go ahead and let some things happen in their lives. Like um, we don't need to be in the middle of their friendships rescuing them. We don't need to always be the one that makes it smooth and easy, but we need to let them go ahead and have some difficult seasons and difficult moments so that they can learn from that. Um, I think, just from like a standpoint of training them and raising them, um, it's very important that you give them jobs and responsibilities. And I think that as they get older, like you continue to expect new roles and opportunities. And as you give them new roles of what they need to do, it's going to be harder and they're going to fuss about it. But when you expect that they overcome it, then they'll get used to it and they're able to do more. But with those new responsibilities that kind of make them work a little bit harder, you can give them some new freedoms as well. And that way you are kind of guiding them in, hey, yes, like you are able to stay up maybe a little bit longer at night, but now your chores are more intense than they were before because you're a part of this family and we work together as a family. And so you're giving them new experiences that yeah. and freedoms that teach them and allow them to grow in that in a controlled environment, but then also giving them work that they need to do that helps them to grow as an adult as well. Because we know as adults, like we love the freedom to choose to eat candy at night, but then we also know that we have to work really hard so that we can buy the candy. So it kind of trains them in mm, that way. That's really, really good. I liked how um, you said earlier, your no needs to mean no. And holding that line can be tough. Um, it, it can be really hard because you're worn down by the end of the night. And if they keep asking and keep asking and keep asking, it's easy to give in and then just have an easy moment. But when that no means no, and you're able to really stand with that, that can also help you kind of 
shift and and be the parent. That is huge. When your no doesn't mean no, you have lost some of your control. And that's when they start to take control. The more that they know that your no doesn't mean no, the more that they are going to test every boundary that you have. So I'd say know what your hard limits are and you need to stick with them. Yeah. Great. Wow. Really appreciate today's talk. Um, Takeaway? You guys have a takeaway today? We're trying to work on that at the end of each podcast. Like, what was the thing that you're taking away? Janae, do you uh, do you have a takeaway from today? I think the having that balance of knowing kind of where you are wanting to teach and lead your children so that way you're not too harsh but you're not too easy so kind of knowing what your balance is and where like you're wanting to be you're gonna fail miserably both sides of the road but kind of if you have that plan you're able to stick to it okay i'm talking the the friendship and the parentship (laughs) the friend and parent role um our kids aren't always going to like their friends Uh, they won't there's going to be broken relationships and, and I don't want to be stuck in the, the role of being a friend that my child doesn't like. Um, well, guess what? You're not going to like some of the decisions I make. But I come back to the piece, um, love without limits. And that means it's, it's doing the hard sometimes. It's drawing the line and being the parent. Um, I, I hope and pray that that's something that our parents take away from today, that, that they know they, that you've got to step forward and, and love your kids with those, with those answers, with that guidance as, as parent. Uh, I can say that in the role that I am in right now with two post-high school college students, that, that we've grown through that. There's been the hards, and there's been the dislikes, and there's still the dislike days. But I think what I'm getting to see and, and reap the benefits of now is uh, my, my children coming back as young adults and asking for help or asking for guidance on things. When in high school, they may not have. They didn't want to hear from me. They didn't want to, to have a talk about that because there's a, a little bit of independence that they wanted to gain. They wanted to figure it out. But I think that um, um, the joy that I have is that because of how I love them, I get them coming back now and I get to rejoice as a parent. I finally get it. My mom said it all the time. You just wait. And okay, yeah, I get it, mom. Thanks, Mom, for giving me the opportunity to grow up a little bit. And now I get to see my kids grow up and and become young adults that hopefully love their parents and um, will grow through those challenges. I think for me, um, a takeaway isn't even one that um, happened here today. But one, um, I was sitting with a parent yesterday, and they had to correct, keep correcting their child, which was fine. And they were doing such a great job, and they're a great parent. But I saw the fatigue. And um, I just reassured this mom, you're doing a great job. You know, parents, um, sometimes I think we need to hear that. You're doing a great job. And, you know, sometimes it feels like everybody else has got their stuff together and you've got stuff pouring out of the car. You know, the ball's bouncing down the road because there's so much stuff. But the bottom line is parenting is hard and it's tiring. But if you keep pouring in and you find that support, somebody that that you can ask, am I doing this right? Or how do you feel like this is going? Or your spouse even, to have an honest conversation to support one another, that that can be a real blessing. And to remember you're doing a great job. Loving is the most important thing. And trusting that God's got you in this little's life for a reason is so huge. 
just remember it's that balance. Which hat am I wearing and why am I wearing it? So I think that's the end of our podcast today. So we really appreciate you taking some time and listening to us. Let us know if you liked it. Let us know if you have any questions, any feedback for us. We always appreciate that. And I'm Donna and Janae and David here, and we are at the Village Table. Have a great day.